Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Caputo unwillingly joins the Me Too movement. ICE isn't letting lawyers get to their clients. Pensatucky might have a learning disability. And Piper gets freaky. This is Orange is the New Black After Show. You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz And we're back. We Just are- like that. Just like that, in a snap, we're back. <laughs> Welcome back. This is Orange is the New Black After Show here at AfterBuzz. I am your host, Brianna Cheyenne, with my lovely co-host here, Francesca. Hey. Hey, girl. Hey, girl. <laughs> we have so much to talk about today. This episode was awesome. This is season seven, episode seven. Um, me as well. Me as well. And so Caputo confronts Susan. Mm-hmm. That's really major and awkward. <laughs> Roll ice. Um, ice is not letting lawyers get to the deport well not the deportees well, yeah, potential deportees is that what they're called the detainees detainees that's what it's called the, they're called detainees yes um and then pitsatucky might be dyslexic which is very explains common. a lot yeah <laughs> yeah it explains a lot and piper is out here wilding having sex just throwing it out there surprisingly she's trying. She trying. she's trying she's trying so we have so much to get into as well as just a special segment mm-hmm. my um, favorite your favorite yes because she's always <laughs> winning the special segments um but first i want to get into your overall thoughts um i thought this episode was really good um i feel like i just Every episode this season has just been jam-packed with yeah. so much stuff. Um, and I was I was very happy to see my prediction that I've been predicting for a handful of shows with Alex, Alex has come true. That was weird. I was not <laughs> feeling... I mean, I saw it coming too, but I, it's still just... Yikes. McCullough's so awkward and thirsty. She's so... She's, Anyways. Anyways. What'd you think? (laughs) Uh, I loved this episode. I really, really enjoyed it. I was squirming when Caputo went to Susan's house. That was the worst. The worst. First of all, guys, always listen to your woman. Yes. They always know what they're talking about. It might not make sense to you, but just trust what she's saying. So since we're already talking about Caputo, let's just stay on topic. Uh, Caputo took first of all he purposefully had a full blown conversation with Figueroa Mm -hmm. about what he should or shouldn't do how he should handle the conversation and Figueroa straight out said let it blow over interestingly enough in a very Figueroa style she said she's a woman America doesn't care about women it's gonna pass and she always keeps it real. <laughs> she always keeps it real. And so I was disappointed that he didn't just take her word for it because you know Figaro knows what she's talking about. Listen, he was probably messed up on his ball medication. <laughs> ball he had medication. his peas on his balls. Like, 
Yes. He wasn't thinking. Clearly, he Clearly. was not thinking. Well, I'm glad to see that last episode's news about the whole Me Too thing didn't stop him mid-surgery from being like, I can't do this yeah. anymore. Because I thought he was going to have a dramatic moment, but I'm glad he went through with it. Yeah. So, yes, yeah, he went to um, the smoothie shop. Oh, my gosh. I'm I forgot about him. I forgot about him. I'm so mad at myself. I just blanked on his name again, too. Me, too. And he, okay, he just was the ultimate creep. I honestly, I can't remember him in the, like, I remember him in the show, of course, but I don't remember him as a character. Um, But, like, ew. I remember him being creepy, too, though. Okay, he was, yeah. Yeah. I mean, he was just extra creepy. Mm Mm-hmm. And, but the one thing this has nothing to do with, like, the bulk of what we're talking about for the show. But I hated that he said, I'm going to go on a break. And it was literally like five minutes. And the girl was like, get back here. <laughs> I was like, he's on a break, girl. <laughs> Relax. Relax. Jeez. You can't make five smoothies a chill. Well, they should have cut that break short because he gave him the worst possible oh, advice. God. And then Caputo went with it. He said, talk to her and let see these women first of all you start no piece of advice with these, <laughs> these women. women you know it's gonna go bad mm. talking about just listen to her explain your side listen to her side oh no and then caputo does it like <laughs> how did you feel when he was telling him that i was just rolling my eyes yeah it's it's obvious that sometimes guys are so oblivious mm-hmm. to how they make women feel and how they go about the situation. It almost reminds me about, like, um, when people, when guys approach girls and girls are like, oh, I have a boyfriend, and they're, then they keep going and keep going. It's like, mm-hmm. just let, let, what is it? What's the term? Let, oh, my God. Let well-being be or something oh, like that. You okay. know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I know what you're saying. Healy is his name. He, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Healy, yes. Um, yeah, he's a perfect example of that. Yeah. Because uh, he had his own situation in the previous seasons because he had a mail-order bride. And it was very obvious. You remember now? Barely, but yes. There you go. <laughs> Bing! He had a mail-over bride. And he. it shows that he's one of those desperate guys. And he just wants everybody to like him. Ugh, so gross. Even in his own personal life. So for Caputo to go to somebody like him, of all people... And he was going to kill himself. And the last the last time we saw him, he was going to drown himself in the ocean because his wife didn't really love him and everything was crumbling oh down. Oh, God, I forgot about all he that. He was a train wreck. Yes, definitely go to train wrecks for advice. Yeah, right. And then he goes to Susan's house. And he gets so ir- First, he, he admits to it. You never admit to right. something like that. <laughs> But it just shows the type of heart he has, I yeah, guess. Yeah, he was definitely trying, but he definitely should have listened to to uh, Natalie. Yeah. But yeah, he goes and basically just, it snowballs. It just gets yeah. worse and worse and worse and worse. Yeah. And I, and I actually was hoping she would have closed the door on him completely the first time, but, mm-hmm. you know, she opened it up and let him keep talking, but... Mm-hmm. He just didn't make anything better, and then of course the next thing you know that they're he's kind of like arguing at her, mm-hmm. and then his stitch pops. <laughs> Owie! <laughs> I think the funniest part of the whole thing was when he literally grabbed his balls <laughs> and, sc- but it sounded like he was 
getting off. It's just like <laughs> she was the like, irony. She was like, "Oh my god!" And then she slammed the door. Hilarious, because that's what you get. That's what and, and and because he was dumb enough to go do that, then she dropped his name mm-hmm. on Facebook. Mm-hmm. So before, like, if he had just listened to to um, Natalie, Natalie. It would have just, like she said, died down. Yes. Instead, now his name is being brought out there. Yeah. But I also really love how um, lip lip loose check loose check. There we go. <laughs> lip shits. Lip shits. <laughs> Rugrats. Uh, loose check kept like commenting and commenting on the yeah. Facebook post. It's hilarious. And he's the worst one because loose check had the worst reputation. He, I mean, he's a whole mess himself yeah. too. Yeah, I thought it was interesting when she explained why she felt the way she felt. She said that um, Caputo fired her because she didn't give in to his advances. Mm-hmm. And he said, you're a terrible guard. <laughs> what do you mean? But she perceived things so differently. And I'm, it just makes me feel like, what if you just, you guys communicated? There's there could have been so much avoided if they communicated. Maybe, but like, you know, he's communicating with her now, and that didn't go well either. I think mm-hmm. some people just have uh, certain mentalities, I guess, and feel certain. And, and also, if someone feels uncomfortable, no matter what someone else says, they're going to keep thinking it's something that it's not. So I just I think from the beginning, like that was just a a yucky situation. I don't think yeah. it could have gone either way. If they had just talked, yeah. But True. instead of him keeping her on, he should have like fired her earlier mm-hmm. because then it did keep keep that going. Yeah, because yeah. she said, "Well, why didn't you just give me a warning before you fired me?" And let's be real, people don't always give you a warning when you're about to get fired, especially if you're doing a really bad job at your job. Yeah. So she can't really be mad at him too much about that. I can't wait to see how Figueroa handles this. Yeah, I do. You feel like it's gonna keep dragging out. I think especially because he flipped it on her and said, you should, you benefited from my kindness. Mm-hmm. That's the worst thing you yeah. can do is try to make a victim feel small. Right. A victim feel smaller than yeah. what she already feels. Right. So. Yeah. Cause she, I mean, even if we don't agree, she's a victim that's what she feels like. Mm-hmm. So, um, but yeah, I, with, with Natalie and Ward giving her advice, I feel like Natalie is going to have to come in and kind of like, yeah save poor Caputo. Exactly. (laughs) And he's very lucky he has a strong woman like Figueroa around. But we're also lucky that we have amazing fans. We are lucky that we have amazing fans. And so I need you to give them a special message. Yeah, of course. And before we go on to our next topic, uh, we just wanted to say thank you all for being our fans and making us the ESPN of TV talk. Um, We appreciate all your help in making us grow. And if you're on YouTube right now, please press thumbs up hit subscribe and if you're listening on itunes rate us five stars leave us comments on both youtube and uh itunes we're always reading are you on live right now yes i am we're on live right now if you want to say what's up and um yeah thanks for being a part of after buzz tv we see you nick lee hey nick hey nick Alrighty. The next thing I really want to touch on is this whole ice situation. I kind of put mm-hmm. ice as a tent topic because yeah. there's just so much going on within the deportation center. Mm-hmm. But the first thing we have to talk about is Blanca and her finessing. <laughs> she Blanca? really pulled her little like immigrant card yes. on the ice, the ice agent. <laughs> 
who's hot, but not because he's such a beep. Oh, he's so gross. I hate his everything. His personality is disgusting. And she knows how to stroke that ego, girl. Oh, she stroked it. You know what? This... Uh, I thought it was funny sidebar really fast. I mm-hmm. thought it was funny that uh, he was like, where's my glasses? And the other guy was like, it's on the back of your head. Yeah. <laughs> and he had the nurse look at him like, really? No, that's what you do. literally where it is. Um, but yeah, I, you know, we saw that she was trying to like, instead of, instead of just asking Carla for help, she's trying to sneak and see what she was doing. And they start arguing and he comes and he unplugs it. And, yeah, she pulled that accent out of nowhere mm-hmm. and, you know, made him feel so macho and everything. And he was able to turn the computers back on. But I thought it was so funny that he thought he was so cool. He's like, yeah, I'm about to put on my music. <laughs> yeah. He said, listen to Jason Mraz. Yeah. Make, sure the, make sure the volume's down. First Jason of all. Mraz? First of all, what year are we in? I don't know the last song Jason Mraz came out. I don't think I've ever listened to any of his songs. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, yeah, that was funny. Yeah, I like. I loved seeing Blanca in that way because she got what she wanted. Uh, but she also got what she wanted from Carla because now yes. Carla's looking at her, at her more as a, an ally. Yes. And before they had this weird situation where it was kind of inmates versus detainees. And yet you guys are all in the same mm-hmm. predicament. But they were looking down at the ones with previous jail experience. Yeah. But now everybody's in the same boat. Same boat. And I and I think it's hard because it's kind of like when people, um, like, oh, I love your jacket. And you're like, like, where'd you get it? And you're like, I don't want to tell you. I don't want you to know. Mm-hmm. And that's how Carla was kind of being like, she's focused on herself. She doesn't want to have to worry about someone else. But I do like that they kind of came together at the end because really, like, you need each other in a mm-hmm. place like that. Like, Absolutely. if you can help each other out. Like, we saw Maritza before she left. Yeah. She was like, you know what? Like, we're all in this. Let me let me help everyone out. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, that didn't have the same positive outcome. But I'm happy that they, Carla and Blanca, were able to, like, start and, you know, having this little... Like you said, ally, mm-hmm. allyship, allyship. We can we can go with that <laughs> we can go one. With that. <laughs> yeah, I really do like that they did come together. Mm-hmm. It was very necessary. And now that they have access with the computers, they have to figure out a way to kind of fend for themselves legally mm-hmm. because ICE isn't allowing the lawyers to come and see potential clients. Right. And it's crazy because they said uh, what did they say it. They're they claim that the lawyers are inciting a riot within the detainees. You know, that's just, it's so sad because I'm sure stuff like that really goes on. Mm -hmm. And, you know, if someone doesn't want something to happen and they have some sort of higher up power, it's not going to happen. And, you know, a lot of people who don't have the resources, um, you know, get, get screwed really. And that, Mm -hmm. that sucks. So what was it? Was it, um, Gloria was saying it could be like a month, yeah, months. longer, yeah, and you know they don't have time for that, so they're gonna have to they have to fend for themselves. Definitely. Yeah. So I'm glad to see that they're taking matters into their own hands and seeing how long they can put that off. Uh, but while they're going through their more dramatic, serious situations, Nikki's getting her freak on in the freezer with all the foods and condiments. Uh, that is like a health code violation. Okay, unsanitary, Nikki. <laughs> You can get off somewhere else, not where the food is. Ugh. I mean, I, I had a feeling that was coming, that they would, you know, yeah. they had their little kiss and everything, but 
How do you feel about their relationship? It's I don't know. It's strange. Just it's unlikely. I guess would be the word mm-hmm. as unlikely. But I mean, Nikki had her eyes on her from the beginning. Yeah. So good for her for willing it. You know. <laughs> I you put it out there, you get it. And Nikki <laughs> always puts it out there on self. Like she's just out there. She doesn't care. She is out there. I just wonder what it is about this Egyptian girl. I'm sorry for calling her the Egyptian girl because I can't remember her name. I don't really think they acknowledged sure, her yeah. name. Um, but I wonder what it is about her that makes Nikki kind of nervous. Because when they were talking by the sink. She said something about, I only care about dreams if we're having sex. Oh, yeah. And then you kind of saw her feel nervous and weird when she turned around and she kind of made a face. And then the girl gave her a, really re- a little reassurance, like, no. Um, giving her that feeling of, I am into you in yeah. that way. And Nikki's never felt nervous like that. Yeah, usually Nikki always always feeling in control. So yeah. maybe she has, like, really deep feelings. Maybe it's like... That's cute. Aww. I don't know how long that's going to last, because yeah. if she gets deported tomorrow, you're going to bounce back t- t- onto the next one. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that's, that's we'll, we'll see where that fling goes, because mm-hmm. that's exactly what it is. And let's hope they don't get anything on the food, you know? Do you? Oh, please. <laughs> please. And wash your hands. Wash your hands. Wash your hands, nasties. <laughs> What do you think about when they were in the freezer and Nikki started freaking out because the girl tried to go down on her? I w- honestly, I was confused. I was trying to remember. Did something happen previously where Nikki didn't like feeling vulnerable? I don't know. Was it something with Lorna? I honestly, I could remember. If you guys remember, could help Please. us out in that. Just drop us a comment because I yeah, I was I was thinking, did something happen? I can't remember, or is she's just like. So nervous because I feel like Nikki kind of always talks the talk, yeah, uh, and she doesn't necessarily always get to walk the walk. It's yeah. more like just like her persona and her showiness. Mm-hmm. So I I couldn't remember. I can't. I really I was really trying hard too. She was really like, I'm gonna pass out. I know. I'm gonna I was die. Like, Does she have a health what? problem that we forgot <laughs> about? Not a health problem. Hey, ladies, if I may, may interrupt in a minute, this is Josh in the booth. So the name of the Egyptian detainee is Shani. Shani, thank you. <laughs> Jinx. Thanks. Thank you, Josh. Shani, thank you so much, because I, I felt so bad. Yeah. Okay, Shani. So I can't wait to see what happens with Shani. Shani and Nikki. Uh, so we'll see where that goes. Red is just getting worse. I know. I... I I mean, we had that brief little moment with her that she's she wrote down her like cheat sheet basically, yeah. And um, it's tough because I we were talking about this, you know, two episodes ago that it must be so hard when you know it, you're going through it, mm-hmm. but it's something that you can't really control. Mm-hmm. So she's when she's coherent in the present, she's reminding herself what to do. But you know, she looked at it like two or three times yes. in a span of like fifteen seconds. So you know, that's. I know we're going to definitely see more with that, but... And it was simple yeah. stuff on it. Yeah, like Turn stir. The stir yeah. Stir the food. So sad. Easy stuff. And we saw Shawnee kind of point that out to Nikki, too. And she said, well, why does Red work the kitchen if her food is so bad? Oh, yeah. That's right. They had that conversation. How do you think uh, Nikki handled that when uh, she was explaining I don't think she Shani. really answered it, but, yeah. you know... I don't know. Um, and we saw her right in the f- the freezer at the end, kind of like mm-hmm. cowering in the corner. 
Um, I don't know. I feel like Shawnee's going to know anyway. She's going to figure it out. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, she might be the one to say Red might be mentally sick and going through something. Mm -hmm. I can see her being the one to point that out because she's not within the group, but she sees something is off and she's bold enough to say something. Because everyone else is kind of keeping it hush hush Mm -hmm. and acting like it's not a problem. I know that they're trying to look out and think of Red's emotional well-being. Yeah. Um, But yeah, maybe she will say something. Well, someone who is going out there and putting it all Also getting freaky. Getting freaky (laughs) is Piper, who we thought didn't have the balls to really explore this open relationship past Alex I, yeah. gave her. I really didn't think she was going to do it. I thought she was going to be stuck with that vibrator <laughs> that we open up with. Like, that was so awkward. And when when uh, when her brother's fiance, or wife, sorry, was yeah. like, um, we already know you orgasm, so you can, like, yeah, come out. Yeah. Ew! And then she called her a chronic masturbator. <laughs> Of her brother, but they like he wanted to be sick. But the, it was so funny because the brother, like, I feel like he wasn't phased by it. By what the uh, the masturbating thing? Yeah, like it's so weird. I don't know. They have like a. I don't know. He's like weird. He's he's weird. I think he. I feel like he looked a little awkward during the conversation <laughs> in the kitchen. I mean, I don't want to talk to my brother about what he's doing and in the bedroom and he's moaning. The, the fact that that conversation was even going on. That's like. <laughs> super weird. It would have just been like if that would have happened in my household it would just been like that awkward thing you don't talk about. Yeah, that elephant in the room yes. that you just ignore. Yep. So she goes out and she goes to the gym. She sees this guy. She actually work out at the gym or she just went to the gym? That's what I was Did wondering. you even work out? And how did you afford to get there? But she clearly doesn't have a membership. But anyway, she sees this guy leaving and they catch each other's eye. That was awkward too. That was so awkward. I didn't know she was going to be so bold about their exchange because he's trying to make small talk oh you're in accounting what what firm she's like look i don't give a (laughs) where you work you don't care where i work straight to the point straight to the point and then you hop to the bed scene so awkward (laughs) (laughs) that's like the word of piper tonight is awkward. awkward what did you think about Besides just describing it as awkward, I it was just painful. Well, what did you think about when she went to the bathroom? <laughs> toothbrush. And shook his toothbrush. Because it vibrated. I mean, so, so awkward. I mean, first of all, the guy was kind of being, weak, like, he was, he was, <laughs> was kind of talking too much a too little bit. Too much. Like, uh, uh, yeah, it just wasn't doing it for her, and mm. I was actually really surprised that she picked a guy Me as too. her first quote unquote conquest. Um, I f- I thought she would have gone with like a woman first, mm-hmm. um, but she was probably like needed to finish and just use his toothbrush. Yeah. And the fact that he was like, "Is that my toothbrush?" Can you imagine that? Ew! <laughs> and then as a you can man, take the toothbrush, take it, please. <laughs> You don't even have to buy me a new one. Just take it and leave. Could you imagine as a man, you think you're doing it? <laughs> he thought he was doing it. And then you hear the <laughs> in the bathroom. And you know it's your toothbrush. That's so gross. Ego not boost. I think part of part of me feels like she didn't go with a woman first because maybe she felt like it would be cheating. Yeah, like more cheating. Yeah. So, But then she does try she a does. woman. And then I thought... 
I thought that was going to be good for her. And I thought that was going to start a strain within her relationship with Alex. Mm-hmm. And this was going to be someone she was going to see more often. Right, because they're at the meetings together. Yeah. Nope. So what do you think the issue is? I think it's just that she really likes Alex. Mm-hmm. Or loves... I mean, they're... They're I always forget that they're married. They're married. They're married. Um, and so she, I think it's a mental block. It's completely mm-hmm. mental. She just doesn't want to harm Alex, mm-hmm. even though Alex is the one telling her to do this. Um, so she's just not, she's not that in that mind frame. Yeah, I can see that. It is hard, especially, technically it is a long distance relationship. And when you have that emotional connection with someone, it makes it hard to even look at anybody. Because yeah. she said that when she was talking to her brother and his uh, her sister-in-law, I don't want to date. I don't even look at anybody like that. Mm-hmm. I just want Alex. Yeah. And it is very hard. Because I've done the long, the distance mm-hmm. thing, and it's just super, super tough. But I guess you make it work if you try. But we saw her break down at the end of it. Yeah. <laughs> Alex and Macola. Oh yes, this closet. It, I mean, it was gonna happen. I knew it was gonna happen, and it happened. Oh my gosh! That I. I mean, it, again, another awkward moment because Macola's just so weird. She's so weird, and I mean, but she's been building up for this. So, like, good for you, girl. You set it up, and yeah, you, you've followed through. She got in it. She did. Um, I'm curious what I'm thinking, kind of going to, you know, prediction. What I'm thinking is that Alex is going to end up hooking up with McCullough all the time where Piper is going to be like, I can't do all it. All the time? Yeah. Dang. Yeah. I can see that, but I don't want to believe it. I know. Only because I feel like Alex is going to hear the voicemail Piper left for her. <laughs> yeah. That's tough. Can you imagine you're listening to a voicemail that your partner left for you at the same time you were hooking up with somebody. Hmm. Is it wrong, though? Is Alex wrong for hooking up with McCullough because they uh, they kind of agreed on this open relationship Well, did thing? they both agree? I feel like I couldn't remember, I, but I feel like it was more Alex saying, Piper, because she's mm-hmm. out. You know, what can Alex do in jail? They know everyone. Um, but that Piper, she's out and she can meet people. So I could, I don't remember if... Mm-hmm. But to me, it felt like it was more one-sided. Like, she was looking out for... Um, Piper. Piper. But I... Because I don't feel like Piper would agree to let Alex... Definitely you know? not. Well, would you be mad if you and your loved one had this situation where it is long distance? You both got urges. He says, Francesca, I can't do this for you for a good three years right now. Do you? And then you find out that he hooked up with a female warden or female officer. How would you feel? Like, how would you handle that? Yeah, no. It wouldn't have even gotten there. <laughs> it wouldn't even no. get it there. No, it wouldn't have. Like, there's... there's. A, I'm too old for long distance, okay? <laughs> Either we together or we's not. Or we's not. <laughs> no gray areas. No. I don't know. I tried to be... I would try to be open-minded, especially if I know I hooked up with two people already, most likely knowing Piper within the same week (laughs) back-to-back. So I would try to not be judgmental about it, because if I have needs, you have needs. Mm -hmm. 
But it does, like you say, make it a sticky situation because it wasn't clear if Alex could do it, too. Right. And then of all people, McCullough. Someone you have to see all the time. You can't avoid her. Nope. Because Piper doesn't have to see this guy and this girl ever again. Right. Well, maybe the girl, but yeah. Maybe the... Oh, yeah, the girl, definitely. So, we'll see how that goes. Mm -hmm. I want to get into Tasty and Daya's I don't like their relationship. I don't either. At all. It's very toxic. And I need somebody to get moved somewhere. But they're they're lifers. Oh, yeah, that's right. Both of them are. Yeah. So they're going to be dealing with with each other for a very long time. Do you think Tasty is ever going to get to a point where she gets past this whole suicide thing? Uh, I hope so. Uh, We saw at the end of the episode where Ward is kind of like, you know, she finds she finds the 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 story that Suzanne wrote. Mm-hmm. She's like, use this. I'm really hoping that she knocks some sense into Tasty um, and gives her a, a thought of hope mm-hmm. because I don't want to see her trying to take her life again. Of course, and I just I can't I can't imagine like with last season we ended with her getting you know the guilty verdict. Like I can't imagine this season ending with her like dying either yeah me either yeah i can see this season i feel like i feel like i might have said this before but i can see this season leaving off with her getting a retrial and then not really knowing mm-hmm. what yeah happens. you did say something okay like that. Yeah. yeah um so i would love to see her get a retrial i feel like daya is where she is i don't think she's going to change she's like a lost cause yeah she's a lost cause at this point she's really stuck in her ways Mm -hmm. she's basically aleda a younger aleda just i feel like a little bit more reckless actually because daya does at least aleda is more selfish where she cares about herself daya doesn't care what happens to her no daya doesn't care at all she just wants her money she's just surviving at this point Mm -hmm. so that sucks because we love daya but she has Tasty doing some research for her, trying to get this contraband key. Right. Because they did a sweep and took her phone. Yeah. And so Daya's out of product and she's going crazy now. And she's, I don't know, I feel like this whole contraband key thing with Tasty and Ward is going to unravel in some type of really bad, bad way. Yeah. I I feel that Ward's going to help her with with this whole, like, getting a new retrial and stuff. Mm-hmm. But then it might be taken back when she finds out all the stuff that Tasty's doing behind her back. Yeah. Yeah. I would hope she doesn't do that because that seems kind of spiteful, even though she did take advantage of your kindness and your trust. Mm-hmm. I would hope that Ward would still allow Tasty a second chance at life if she could yeah. and put something like that to the side. I just, yeah, hopefully she doesn't get caught. Mm-hmm. Mm-mm. I feel like she will, though, because Daya's been, Daya doesn't seem very tight with her stuff right now. She seems kind of all right, over the place. Right, because we saw, um, Adiola tell her, like, I told you to back everything up. Mm-hmm. I can't remember where, because mm-hmm. it's not like they have, like, the cloud, or do they have the cloud in jail? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, but she's not taking her security measures, so sh- I'm sure she'll mess up again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What did you think about Tasty's exchange with Suzanne at the chicken farm? The chicken farm. First of all, that was really cute that Suzanne was holding the chicken. And I don't know if you noticed when it was, like, zoomed in on Suzanne and the chicken. But the chicken was just, like, closing its eyes. So this poor chicken is just, like, like, headlock. The chicken's like, 
I didn't sign up for this. Why am I here? Um, I I actually was happy that that situation happened when Ward was around because mm-hmm. Ward, you know, Ward heard it and saw, and then later she sees the little uh, book, mm-hmm. and I I'm happy because right now it's what really happened has just been kept a secret this whole time, and I feel like everyone needs to know the truth. And since Ward is really trying to help uh, benefit all the inmates with her classes, then mm-hmm. the chicken farm and all that, that this can get resolved. I could see that. I I agree. Yeah, I agree. I'm thank goodness for Suzanne writing that story. Uh, yeah, and, and, and when she was giving it to the girl that was putting around the book, she's like, "You need to put some like sex in it and yeah. like this and this." But we already saw How Suzanne and her, the- her nasty book. <laughs> Poor Suzanne, she didn't even know what she was really doing. Oh my god, <laughs> uh, that was that was really good. So yes, I think I think that some some good will come out of this. I just need Tasty to look towards the light mm-hmm. and stop being so freaking stubborn Mm -hmm. and allowing Daya's influence on her. Because I feel like if she had at least one person that was in a similar boat as her, her future wouldn't seem as bleak. Yeah. Possibly. I don't know. But also, I've been thinking this. I don't think I've said it yet. um, That Daya doesn't want... As much as we talk about that Daya is, like, ruthless and and um, doesn't even care about herself, mm-hmm. I don't think Daya wants Tasty to die. And I think that's why she keeps stringing her along with doing things. Oh. Like, partly beneficial, so, like, that she's going to help Daya out with the ward and having all this access to stuff. But also, like, the longer I keep her busy, the less that she's not going to... That's a good point. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't look at it like that. So, I mean, it would be nice to feel that Daya still has some sort of uh, compassion and little glimmer in her heart left, yeah, you know? definitely. I definitely didn't look at it like that. Because you saw when Tasty had the contraband key and she said, are you going to give me the stuff? And Daya said, well, how am I supposed to give you stuff if you give me a bad key? Right. Now you're dead and I'm stuck with a, a bad deal. So that's a very good point. I love that. I want to do a quick shout out to Princess Amy, Amy Breen. Amy Breen. I'm sorry if I'm messing up your name. <laughs> As she said, just started watching season two, but I love watching these live streams because it prepares me for any events in later episodes slash seasons. Well, episodes because this is the last season. The last season but yeah. we're glad that you enjoy watching. I know, it. and I can't believe you like to get spoiled. Like get spoiled. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because you get in trouble for spoilers these days. People take that seriously. So we're glad that you're watching and you yes. tuned in. Pensatucky. Pensatucky. I'm a, I'm so, I don't like her. I mean, I, she's not necessarily a likable character. She kind of always does crazy things. She's very... I think maybe it's not that I don't like her. I just don't care about her storyline sometimes. What do you think about... What do you think about her in general, like, as a character? I feel like all the characters are a product of their environment. That's... You know, we've talked about this. That's why we like seeing their backstories. And True. Go. Um, but she's kind of always... She's never had the best life either and we get this flashback with her dad mm-hmm. who's like recovering from drugs but he's there she's working at a bar and then they have a beer together and she's also supposed to be not having drugs mm-hmm. and it's like such a toxic way to grow up um 
she's kind of like her character's like a little kid kind of like like Suzanne but different yeah yeah a, a little bit more developed in a way but still just like not understanding the world yeah yeah but we always knew that there was something a little off with her mentally because she never liked to read Mm -hmm. or anything like that and to no surprise because like you said she is a product of her environment so we saw that she was really trying to avoid this pretest and the teacher kept assuring her it's not serious it doesn't affect your grade at Mm -hmm. all and she's just saying, well, what if I come to class all the time and then I take the test when I'm ready? And it just shows her lack of sensibility. That's not how mm-hmm. life works. Things come at you when you don't expect mm-hmm. it or when you do expect it and you're not, you don't want it. Right. And you just got to go along with it. And she's just saying, well, you know what? I quit. And I think that's where the childlike mentality comes from. Mm-hmm. She doesn't like to she deal with anything mm-hmm. that she can't, she thinks that she can't handle. But there might be a light at the end of the tunnel because she might be dyslexic. Yeah, and like the teacher said, it's good that if we find out that this is true, it's good that we know that because then we have the tools to help you. Mm-hmm. Because it's not, it's might be a minor setback, but it's not an end all be all. Like, exactly, it's, it's something we can work with. I hope that she does take advantage of this new discovery because I can see her getting frustrated and feeling like she's being attacked or mm-hmm. made fun of because she's dumb. Because you you watch her dad constantly call her dumb and then smoke a pipe with her, right? Or, like, or her, in front of her, in front of her when he's supposed she, to not be doing drugs. Did she she took, smoked it too. Oh, yeah, I, I missed yeah. that. Well, they both they relapsed. Both, yeah, but it, also back to you know a product of her environment her dad looks like he was dyslexic yeah. too because he said ban the boat said bass man but he said ban mass but, yeah and then he got dizzy when he was like <laughs> i didn't know that though i didn't know that dyslexia like if you're looking at a map you can get dizzy that's I crazy if i that's, didn't know that yeah if that's real that's crazy I, that is very wild. Yeah. And that makes sense why you jumble up the letters. Yeah. I thought he got dizzy because he was drunk. So when he fell oh, down, Oh, that could have been, too. I, who knows? I could be wrong. Um, it was funny when you saw the father and son just walk off the boat. And they didn't even <laughs> run. They saw no threat. From it. Yeah. Yeah. And so he takes his anger out on Pinsatucky. Mm-hmm. And so that's where she kind of gets that give up attitude, too. Even with the fish thing, he said... If I'm not going to be first, I don't want to try at all. And he just throws the fish away. So you just killed those fish for no goddamn reason. For no reason. Yeah. So hopefully, like we said, Pinsatucky will be able to develop something from this dyslexia diagnosis. Mm -hmm. I want to test you. Yes. And we're going to test your memory with another newer version of Who Said It. I'm excited. So last time we had three pieces of advice because today was, you know, again, this episode was full of advice. It was. So I have five pieces of advice. I I know you're going to get one of them because you mentioned one already. Oh, okay. I was like, wow, you think so low of me. (laughs) I'm sure you're going to get all five. Okay, so the first one is... Let yourself be turned on by your girlfriend cheating. Uh, that was McCullough, right? Yeah. To Alex. Okay. Yes. <laughs> Number two, get ahead of the scandal. Uh, da, 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 da. Wait, this was... You know this. Was this the bad advice or this was Natalie? This was... Natalie. It was Natalie? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Number three... 
Oh wait, no. I'm sorry. It was a guy, right? Yeah, that yeah. was a guy. Okay, that's sorry. No, <laughs> no, I was right. No, she and, was right. I was I was and wrong. wrong at the yeah, same time. Reading. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Number three is ignore the problem. Ooh. Ignore the problem. Yeah. Was that was Natalie. Natalie. Okay, yeah, yeah. Okay. I, that was the one I mixed up. That was my bad. Okay. Number four. Learn how to act like a tamed animal. That is a uh, Blanca. Yeah, that's amazing advice. It's true. Like it you, is. And, and honestly, I feel like as women, so we kind of have it a little bit easier to kind of play that like oh, little lamb. Help me, help me, me. Yeah, yeah, they love that stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they love that. Stuff. <laughs> they love it. And the number five is consider involving erotic stories to keep readers' at- attention. <laughs> the 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 library <laughs> yeah. lady. Yeah, it's perfect. Awesome. Ding, 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 ding. We got you. Awesome. That was amazing. So, I want to move on to some amazing predictions for episode 8. TV predictions. So, um, I guess I kind of said some of mine already. Mm -hmm. But I feel like Alex and McCullough might continue this. Mm -hmm. Uh, I don't know how it's going to go, though, since Piper did leave the the message maybe she's not gonna hear the message i don't know um but it's definitely gonna be the word of the day awkward awkward um i think that ward kind of instilled some thoughts into tasty's brain about trying to uh, get a retrial or whatnot so i hope that that goes that way Mm mm-hmm and I I don't I don't think this is gonna happen, but I still kind of want to say it. I'm really interested <laughs> to see like what's gonna happen with Doggett and that teacher. Is he just gonna be like a shining star in her life, mm-hmm. or is she gonna try and hit on it? That's a good thing. I wonder that too, because this last episode made me feel like he's just gonna be a cool mentor mm-hmm. in a way. But I don't know because she likes to have what she shouldn't have. Yeah, I like. I like the uh, prediction you said about McCullough and Alex. Mm-hmm. I hope to see more about Tasty. Mm-hmm. I really want to see drama with Tasty and Monica. And you mean Cindy? Cindy. Oh my god. <laughs> Why do I keep doing that? Oh my gosh. Maybe something's going to happen between the two. Maybe. And this is. A sign from the it's a orange gods. The orange, the orange gods are watching. Yes, so I want to see more with Cindy and Monica. What else? I can't wait to see what happens with Caputo in this Me Too thing. This is going to go really, 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 really bad, and it's going to be a painful train wreck to watch, but I will watch it. But I, uh, I'll be right in line, I'll first right in line. First in line. Uh, that's really it off the top of my head. Those are those are my predictions. Yeah. So we'll see what happens, and you guys are going to see what happens, too. This was an amazing episode. Thank you so much for joining us. Yes. And Thanks and us, yes, thank you so much. We can't wait for the next airing. This is Brianna Cheyenne. I am your host. Follow me on Instagram. I am the underscore Cheyenne C H I A N N E. Where can I find you? Yeah, and you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at xoxo c e s c a. And make sure you're following us at AfterBuzz TV as well. Yes, thank you guys. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. 
Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.